0: up this is Shah. the Truth on Wheels and you are listening to Involving Me the podcast where the inspiration continues because listen the inspiration is needed and it starts now Hey, hey hey it's Rashad the Truth on Wheels we're back with another episode of Involving Me I have another virtual guest in the house today we are kicking it virtual again 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 heavyweight confessions Heavyweight Confessions, Mr. LaKeven. Hello, my Hello. brother. How are you? Hi, how are you? Uh, I'm, I'm good. well. And yourself,
1: thank you for having me.
0: You look good. You look blessed. You look like you've been, <laughs> thank you, you you've been doing very well. <laughs> thank you. So we're going to get into this. Heavyweight Gosh. Confessions. Um, <laughs> I've known you for a long time. And I've seen your journey. But break it down to me what heavyweight confessions mean and the reason behind the name and why you came up with it.
1: Okay, Um, heavyweight confessions um, was birthed through trauma and loss. Um, Heavyweight. I chose to spell it W.A.I.T. instead of actual weight like pound Mm -hmm. um, because it was a heavy load on me that required me to wait on God. Um, and then confessions was the part of me just spilling my truth, understanding where I am facing reality, which was kidney failure, along with pre existing health conditions that happened to me in 2020 due to COVID. Um, so the whole name heavyweight confessions is basically me saying it's heavy, but I know you're able God and I'm going to confess while I wait that I trust you.
0: So wait a minute. <laughs> you and I'm not laughing at you to just laugh, but I'm laughing because it's unbelievable that during COVID, you okay, so doing COVID, you actually got kidney failure from COVID. Right? Is that what you were saying? Yes. Really? I, I yes, literally thought... I was, um, diagnosed. Go ahead. Okay.
1: Um, yeah, I was diagnosed with um kidney failure in 2020. Um, I was working at a retail wireless store, and um, during that time, we were very unfamiliar with COVID and everything that it could do to the person. Um, I remember working one day, um, I, I was fine when I clocked in, by the end of the shift, I could barely talk from coughing so much. In um, the matter of about six to eight hours, my health declined rapidly. I ended up going to the ER, um, tested positive for COVID. Did the two week quarantine, um, returned back to work out of demand um, or there being in jeopardy of losing my job. So I had to go back. Um, Was not better. Ended up going back to the ER and um, got tested again for COVID. It came back negative. I had a telehealth visit with my physician, my PCP. She noticed a lump on the side of my neck. Um, and it had rap- rapidly swollen um, since the last time she saw me, which is maybe a couple days before. And she told me to call the emergency room, the ambulance, get out of the house, basically, and go to the hospital. Upon my arrival, um, I was bum-rushed by so many physicians. I It happened so quickly I couldn't count, but came back that I was positive for kidney failure. 23 days in the hospital. Um, it was from a biopsy that um, it did come from COVID.
0: Wow. So, okay, you yeah. kidney failure. I noticed that a lot of people that have kidney failure, especially and with with you know us, you know black people, African American people of color, we don't talk about it. Mm-hmm. You see like commercials and you see ads about it, but kidney failure is not, nothing people actually talk about. So I actually thank you for explaining it and thank you for sharing your story. But I came across a video. Of you, um, which actually because of you, I was sitting up there crying my eyes out. And, you know, I'm a G, you know, I don't really cry, but you had me crying and doing the ugly cry and snot. And like you had to warn me when I clicked it. I just saw you in the hospital. And when I clicked it, it was a TikTok video that you did that showed your... I think you had a port up here, you were doing dialysis, you were bleeding, you were, you know, showing your process of being sick, like your mouth yeah. was like severely dry, your lips were like really chapped, you looked blue in the face. You really went through something like you go yeah. through something, like you actually do dialysis. And you actually Yes. yes. Yeah. Like doing that, it tires you out, I'm assuming, right? dialysis it makes you tired. Oh,
1: absolutely um i
0: do oh yes it
1: takes the energy it, it, it like literally sucks the energy out of you um you might as well call yourself the little mermaid because you're losing everything the treatment it robs you of your quality of life Um, doctors have compared the dialysis treatment to a milder version of chemotherapy. So if you could imagine um, what it does to your body um, twice a week, three times, four times a week for some people.
0: So how many days do you do it? Um,
1: Well, (laughs) (laughs) my prescription (laughs) says four times weekly. Okay. Because I am an advocate for myself and um, I don't believe in doing more than what's necessary um, with that type of treatment because of the the negative side effects that come with it. I do two days a week. The reason why I do two days a week is because, um, yes, I I took it upon myself to um, just do what I felt was necessary because I noticed the more treatments I did, the worse I felt. Okay, um, right. I would get off the machine and I would crash. I, w- I wasn't able to walk 50 feet without my legs, my knees bucking. Okay. Um, two days a week is sustainable. Um, they're estimating another nine years of dialysis for me before I'm able to find a kidney. So my thought process is... Long term. If this is what God has me doing for the moment, this is the hand I was dealt. I have to think long term, and I won't be able to sustain four days a week, but I can probably manage to.
0: Every time you speak, it's like a a book in your face of somebody actually (laughs) speaking, and I know that you. You have a book. You wrote a Thank book. Thank you. But you speak very well. You make a person listen. Because yes. I didn't. You had me doing this, and I don't put Thank my you. finger over my lip. But you, I went like this, like you know, like you listen to that one song, going oh, trying to figure mm-hmm. out they can really sing, and you be like, okay, this is a Bob. You did that. You did in so many words. Right. You did that. It has to soak in. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so you crazy. did that you you did that Um. So, so two days a week and you know the funny thing is you know doctors yes. can tell us so much stuff and we can listen but we are definitely in charge of our own bodies they tell me Rashad you're supposed to take a yes. pill this time of day this time of day I don't want to get hooked on no medicine half the time. I don't even take that medicine they tell me to take. We are in charge of our own bodies. And and if you know what works for you because it will tire you out and you don't want to be severely depressed and going through things, anybody got time for that, you are going to do what you need to do to make you keep going and you being you. So uh, kudos to you. Exactly. Like kudos do you. Thank you. you. This book, you wrote a book. (laughs) Okay, we're gonna get into this book. This book that you wrote. Um, What was the reason behind the book and why did you decide to write?
1: Uh, The reason behind the book was I needed something to do. Uh, Kidney failure took me from living a full life, working a full time job, hanging out with friends, traveling, doing. anything that, you know, my time and finances would allow to being isolated in a hospital room for 23 days alone, Mm. family unable to visit because of COVID restrictions. I I went through the entire process physically in the, the room by myself for the first two and a half weeks. Um, it was like on the movies where you open your eyes and the things is is changing because the person's so out of it they, they can't recall what's happening at the moment. That was me for like two weeks. Every time I opened my eyes, the doctor was doing something different to me. That trend continued for a year once I was released out of the hospital because Jesus we just didn't know if I were to be around anybody else, would it kill me this time? Right. So doctors recommended that I just feel So I went from having a full life to having no life. So I was searching for something positive to come out of it. I was determined to fight, determined to win and just prove how strong I am. So in tremendous loss, I decided to make a win. And that was becoming a published author.
0: You did it again. Yes. You better <laughs> friend. <that>? You better <laughs> come on, Arthur. Oh, baby, I ain't no Arthur, but come on, Arthur. <laughs> you... you can do it too. I... You can do it. I can do it, but I ain't... <laughs> we talking about you right now. But you, <sighs> you did that. You keep doing it. <sighs> Your book, your book is very, it's inspiring. Um, You you decided to go and talk about real things in your book. See, let me tell you something. When we talk about real things, we can't take them back. Just like involving me, I open up about a lot Mm -hmm. of things that I can't take back. Baby, it's out there. But there is something that you are not ashamed to talk about, and that is your love for God your love for Christ and how you yeah. are very strong in your yes. faith. Not a lot of people, not a lot of young people can say that. And yes. I will say that you, you are very aware that he brought you out of these things. That is an amazing thing. Cause a lot yes. of people are not, can't say that, yes. but he brought you out of, it. I'm telling you when I watched yes. that, when I watched that TikTok video yes. with you, one thing, you can say it out your mouth all day, but to see it, y'all need to see that video. And on TikTok, your name on TikTok, I think your name is Heavyweight Confessions, right? They can find you under Heavyweight Confessions. Go look at his videos. Yes,
1: that is correct.
0: He, boy, I don't be ready when I look at your videos. I have to, to pause because it's so real. It's so... It's nothing fake in those videos. That is real life and that's what people need to, to to see. Like you are giving people what they need. Yes. Like you you're not playing any games. Like yes, kidney failure that. may have you. Yes. I mean kidney failure may have you, but you are not it. You are not kidney failure. It just has you. And you are letting people know that. Yes, I'm with you. Listen, I'm with you. Nothing but death can keep me from it. I am with you. You heard what they said in the color purple. I am with you. Um, So, (laughs) (laughs) I I I do have some questions for you. Myself, Um, are you dating? And by you being by you being sickly, how is dating for you?
1: Mm, I am not dating at the moment. Last year, I was dating and I was engaged the earlier part of the year. I met a young lady and um, felt quite fond of her to the point where I fell in love. And um, I decided that I felt in my heart that she could potentially be the one. Mm -hmm. So we ended up being engaged. Unfortunately, it did not last long Uh um, due to her just simply not being ready. And Uh I respect that. Um, I'd rather you not be ready and tell me than to not be ready and go forth. And then we end up resenting each other because you feel I forced you into something. So um, just like I believe in transparency, I want people around me to be transparent. Dating with being sick is rough, honestly. Um, It's always the internal notion that somebody has to be my caregiver. That they'll have to take care of me and um, help me along and that they'll get tired of doing that because who wants to take care of somebody? Because you have to. I want somebody to take care of me. Like I'll take care of them because they want to, but not because they feel it's a necessity to be
0: with me. You know what gets on my nerves? I'm gonna tell you something that gets on my nerves. <laughs> Why everybody gotta think because you disabled and you dating, they gotta be your caregiver. Like that just throws me. Like you can't date. Like you can't you can't be in a relationship. They gotta be like you can't take care of yourself. Like what do people expect? Like that just that just irks it gets on my nerves. They do the same thing with me. But um, I like how you put that. You know, she wasn't ready to I she wasn't ready to be married and she wasn't ready to, you know, experience those things. And you were okay with that? Are you still in contact with her to this day?
1: No. Oh, <laughs> oh okay. Sometimes we'll run into each the store. We live in a small town, so sometimes we'll, we'll, you know, cross paths. I make it my business to speak, um, even though we did not end on great terms. Uh, I refuse to let certain things take away from the classy gentleman that I am. All right. So if I see you, I'll speak to you.
0: Come on, classy gentleman. Um, so what is next for you? Like, what's next for Lakeven? <laughs>
1: Oh, I am currently in school. I am studying at St. Louis University for the professional students program for a cannabis science and operations certificate. Yes. My plan is to enter into the cannabis industry um, and help either become a cultivator, which is someone who grows um, the marijuana or either work inside some form of dispensary. Um, but I, I want to work my way up to the top and actually become somebody really prominent and significant in the, the cannabis industry. Also, I'm going to be getting ordained as a minister um, next March. So that's exciting. But
0: yes. also scary. <laughs> Listen, when you start your cannabis, I'm going to be one of your, <laughs> I'm a cub. Basically, I'm I'm gonna get some orders, you know, because I I just, I just, I feel it while I'm sitting down. You know, my my legs are moving, which means that's good news. I feel it while I'm sitting down that I'm a yes that I need to come to your cannabis and 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 yes, yes. You should have one called Heavyweight Confessions. (laughs) You should. You should have a cannabis called Heavyweight Confessions. You
1: know it.
0: That's actually a really, really good idea. Boom. I should write that down. I have to pay Boom. You that. Yeah. <laughs> Once you listen to this episode, my brother, you're going to hear it. <laughs> heavyweight confessions, because guess what? It's heavyweight, and it confesses. <laughs> It'll have you confessing. <laughs> mm-hmm. I Look.
1: Yes, and that's what it does. That's what it does. It's such a positive, beautiful way. People have a stigma around marijuana that it's a gateway drug and it's, it's bad for your body, but it has helped me with my anxiety, my depression that I go through from my health yes. conditions, um, as well as the pain in my body that I feel from dialysis and just being sick. Yes. When your kidneys don't work, your whole body is affected. Yeah, And medical marijuana has made my life
0: from night to day. Yeah. I'm glad. I really am glad, man. You are a man of inspiration greatness. You definitely, um, thank you. You display heavyweight confessions very well, my brother. I'm so proud of you. I'm glad that you were able to come into the room today and bless the people. Bless me with involving me so we can involve you. So I already told people your TikTok. Um, let people know how they can get in contact with you even more.
1: Well, uh, my first line of contact is going to be my Facebook page, where it's under Lakeven Burl, just my name. Um, on there, I spend the majority of my time, like for social media, just out of habit. Um, I do include the TikTok, which you mentioned, which is the Heavyweight Confessions, as well as my Instagram account. And then you can also catch me at my church um, on the live all the time, dancing and shouting for Jesus. Yes. (laughs) At New Life, New Beginning, World Outreach Center. Uh, under the leader of my leadership, excuse me, of uh, my chief apostle, who is also my grandfather, Nathaniel Green.
0: Yay! Come on, grandfather, that is so nice. Yes. Okay. Well, um, we have that, and you, you, you guys know um, I'm shot the truth on wheels. You can find me at tiktok at Shod shot um, the truth and Facebook.com the truth on wheels. Um, this has been a wonderful episode of Involving Me with Lakeven. Heavyweight Confessions, my brother. Thank you. You are amazing. Thank you for coming through and sharing your story, okay? I am signing off, and you guys thank can you have so a great day. Me. You're welcome. And um, don't do nothing I wouldn't do. It's Involving Me. Have a good day.